On today's episode, we are going to take a look at two stocks that are hitting very, very interesting markets. The first one we're going to take a look at is a printing company that is seeing crazy growth. It's also about to go public via SPAC merger. And there's a big, big investment firm right now buying them, ARK. And they just keep buying them day after day. The second company we're going to take a look at is one that's helping businesses continue to run with its cloud-based applications. It's also seeing strong revenue growth, has a strong balance sheet, and like I said, it's in a pretty cool market. So let's get started. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and follow me on Twitch where I live stream taking a look at stocks you want me to look at. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. The Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers. Through The Motley Fool Stock Advisor service, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done some crazy returns. If growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit thefool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stock advisor is right for you. Thanks again to The Motley Fool and now back to today's episode. So the first business we're going to take a look at is Mark Forge. They are a 3D printing business, but they do pretty much the whole platform. They sell you the 3D printers. They also have the performance material and they have a software that goes with it. So I was looking around their website and they have a nice variety of 3D printers. The first one we're going to take a look at is their Metal X system. And this allows you to 3D print metal parts. If we take a look at some of the materials that they sell with the printer, there's stainless steel, there's copper, there's different types of tool steels as well. And this is pretty insane. They also have like the X7, which is more of an industrial 3D printer. This is great for engineers and designers working in some form of manufacturing operation. Here they have like carbon fiber material, nylon, and onyx. The third type of printer that they have is more a desktop. This is more if you're like a small engineering firm or a small business right now and can't really and don't have the real use for the full enterprise printer. Here you have the same materials like carbon fiber, fiberglass, nylon, and onyx. All right, so now that we know about Mark Forge, let's take a quick look at the company that is currently in talks to merging with this. And this is going to be a SPAC ticker A-O-N-E-1 and currently is sitting at about $11.95. Right now, it is down about 12.5% from its all-time highs. It did take a nice jump up in late of February when ARC started to mention their involvement with this company. Now let's take a look at some of their customers. They're hitting a huge variety of industries. For example, in the aerospace, they have customers like Airbus, Lockheed Martin, Raytheon Technology. In the military and defense, they have customers like the Air Force, U.S. Army, the Navy. In space, they have NASA, Blue Origin, and SpaceX. In the healthcare and medical, they have Gillette and Regeneron. In the automotive, they have Tesla, Toyota, Audi, GM, Ford, and some other big players. Next, they talk about just the overall benefit that they give to their customers. For example, if a customer wants to build a metal end part, it usually takes about five months in the conventional way, and it's up over $10,000. If you, by just using their printer, it's about a three-day lead time to print the product, and it usually costs about 282 
Obviously, you still have to buy the printer, so that's another cost. One of the driving key benefits of this company, they say, is their software platform. They do very often software updates, and these software updates have helped a lot. For example, they've increased the printer speed by over two times. They have reduced the runtime. They have reduced the gas cost just by doing software updates, and this is one of the biggest reasons why customers are going with them because when you order one of their printers they continue to improve and the cool reason that these softwares are improving is because they kind of have like a smart printer for say with the more customers they get the more part data collections they get with more data their printers get smarter with their printers getting smarter they are able to make better parts with that it brings again the more customer and that overall circle continues for mark forged all right so before we take a look at the spec deal I want to take a look at some historical performance for Mark Forge. In the past five years, they have grown compounded annual growth rate of 70% for total revenue, and they forecast for the next five years to be about 68%. For 2021, they estimate somewhere around $88 million of revenue. The company is already gross profitable, and here in 2020, they expect to have 56% margins, and by the end of 2025, it expects to increase around 62%. So they're already at the high end of their gross margins. That means That to me is very important because it means that the company has already done its development phase it has already done a lot of the improvements on this cost side unfortunately though the company is not profitable even by looking at adjusted EBITDA they're not expected to be profitable there until 2024 but fortunately the company has a strong balance sheet after the SPAC merger is done they will have no debt and plenty of cash at hand this SPAC merger will give them a valuation of about two billion dollars and that type of valuation gives them an EV to 2022 estimated revenue ratio of about 13.6, which is not that bad compared to some of the crazy valuations we have seen so far. So now my overall thoughts on Mark Forge. Mark Forge definitely seems pretty interesting in the market that they're hitting. What I really liked was the whole concept of them having like a smart printer that continues to evolve and continues to get smarter faster and in return becomes a better product and it drives more consumers, more customers to it. What I did not like is that it wasn't profitable at the moment, but they are expecting strong revenue growth and they're going to have plenty of cash at hands at the moment. They also have some great customers and hitting some great industries, right? We saw them in the defense industry already and they also have in the automotive, they have Tesla as one of their customers. So right now I have no intentions of buying MarkForge, but if I do decide to purchase, this will most likely just be a tier three stock in my portfolio. That means that it's a stock that I believe will beat the market in the next five years but at the same time i'm only willing to risk a small portion of my portfolio for it tier three are usually my smallest position sizes all right so the second company we're going to take a look at is lightspeed this is a cloud-based solution for real businesses and you might be like jose what the heck does that mean so if we take a look at their presentation they really explain their lightspeed merchant platform to us so they help you as a business if you're a business owner they help you through almost every step of the way they kind of do all the comprehensive back office suite stuff to help you manage your operations with ease no matter the complexity for example they do bookings and membership management they do loyalty and subscription programs they do employee and inventory management let's say you are in a, a company that sells product and when your product is running low with their system it would automatically order applic items for you they also do accounting customer relationships 
product and menu management. And the great thing is that they are cloud-based. So by them being cloud-based, let's say I have a restaurant in the other side of the world. I don't have to be over there to kind of update everything. I can just log into my phone, log into my computer, and kind of just do everything I need to do, update. If I own the restaurant, I can update the menu. I can update the prices. I can see how inventory is doing. Outside of managing your operations, they also help you engage with your customers. They help you make an e-commerce. If you're a restaurant, they help you do curbside pickup and delivery. They help you enter different marketplaces and platforms, order ahead, mobile applications, and also in-store cloud point of sales. And finally, they also do the tailored financial solutions. They have Lightspeed payments and they also have Lightspeed capital if you kind of need some form of loans for your business. So a competitor to them would be Square. And right now, Lightspeed is in Canada and they are expanding into other parts in the world. One thing I really like about Lightspeed is they seem to be very aggressive. In the past quarter, they did two acquisitions to overall help their main market. They bought Shopkey, which was a leading cloud-based retail and hospitality commerce platform. And they also bought Upserve, which was a leading cloud-based restaurant management software company. So uh, this is what I like to see when a company is aggressive in their market and do acquisitions that make sense. And these two obviously make sense for Lightspeed. So now let's take a look at their financial model they make money two ways first is the reoccurring subscription and this is new customers when new customer when customers get more locations or when they get more modules you pay more to lightspeed the second thing is reoccurring payments they get a portion of the transaction value if we take a look at their growth since 2018 total customers locations has increased about 37 percent compounded annual growth and they're up about 74 percent compared to the same time last year their gross transaction value is up 45% compounded annual growth rate for the past three years. And right now it's up 48% compared to the same time last year. Like we see right now, most of their revenue is coming from North America, but they're also hitting Europe and the rest of the world with about 41% there. They're also mainly in the restaurant and hospitality business that hits 52% of the revenue, but 48% is in the retail market. They're also seeing strong revenue growth, 45% compounded annual growth rate for the past three years and 79% year over year. They are also gross profit profitable, but unfortunately they are not adjusted EBITDA profitable and are still taking a loss. And before we go any further, this is ticker LSPD. You can trade it here in the United States, but it's also traded in the Toronto Stock Exchange as ticker LSPD. Right now it's sitting at a market cap of about $10.9 billion. And in the past year, the stock has returned about 151%, but from its all-time highs, it is down about 16.5%. Analysts expect this company to grow about 33% for the next three to five years. Like I mentioned, unfortunately, right now they are not profitable and they are not positive in cash flow from operations. But that means that for me, I have to be very strict on their balance sheet. They do have plenty of cash compared to debt. So that's great news due to the fact that they weren't profitable or had positive cash flow from operations. All right, so this was the second stock we took a look at. And now my overall thoughts. Personally, I do like Lightspeed a little bit more than MarkForge. I'm not sure if just because it is the industry that it's in, I'm a little more bullish in the overall e-commerce and helping businesses kind of transform from the typical old way and moving them into the more technological way. The main things I liked about Lightspeed were the strong revenue growth. It also had a very strong balance sheet and the overall market it's hitting. 
What some things I didn't like about Lightspeed were again, it's still not profitable at the moment and it's not even positive in cash flow from operations. And now, if Lightspeed was ever to enter my portfolio, I do believe it would be very similar to Mark Forge. It would start off as a tier three stock, but it does have the potential to hit a tier two stock just because of the market is hitting. So, let me know what are your thoughts? Which one did you guys like better? Did you like Mark Forge or did you like Lightspeed? Share on the comments. Take care, have a good night, and see you next time.